This call is being recorded. Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. Here this morning. Everybody else on the line, I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greener this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Morning. 
This is Joy. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning. This is Leonia. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Happy Monday to you. Good morning. It's Barbara. Good morning, Sister Barbara. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday to you, too. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. Good morning, Letitia. Good morning, Letitia. Deborah. Deborah Evans, good morning. Deborah Evans, thanks for joining us. Happy Monday. You too. Is there anybody else who'd like to join before I begin with the business at hand? Today is Revelations 1911. 
And I saw heavens opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it called fruitful and true, and in righteousness he judges wages and war. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd ask that you guys would all just take the time to look at your phone to make sure the standard mute button is pressed. I did hear a little bit of feedback. Because, again, the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. I want to thank you all for joining us here at Declare Victory and wish you a blessed, happy Monday. I now pass the call to Dion. Hallelujah, and thank you, Leticia from Arizona. God bless you. Uh, thank God for uh, your hosting and greeting this morning. Thank you to each and every one of you all. Happy Monday. Grateful to be uh, in the, the number this morning. Thanking God for being alive and well uh, and aware and alert uh, and completely, completely um, abreast of his presence and just grateful to be connected to each and every one of you. I pray this morning uh, finds you well, that you've had an amazing weekend and you're ready to start this week off at full steam ahead. Um, we've had a, a pretty phenomenal study these last uh, couple of weeks um, just with the courts of heaven and learning the language of the courts. Amen. And so I'm believing God that he is taking us higher um, and that some some benefits will come from knowing who we are in Christ, knowing who we are in the kingdom, knowing that we are called and set apart for such a time as this, as we are entering into different territory for the way that we are going. We've not been in times past. And so uh, I'm very hopeful uh, that God will use these teachings and this study to take you to the next level of your faith, to the next level of uh, your intercession and growth in learning and understanding what it looks like to operate in the courts of heaven. Uh, we are continuing teaching that uh, that started on Friday. We are talking about the trading floors. And I'll do a really brief recap before we go uh, further into the teachings, but I want us all to um, be clear that God is making you aware of some things so that you can intercede differently, um, not just for those that we are called to intercede for, but for all that are around you, um, for the people that God is creating um, necessary connections and leading you again into all truth so that we are not operating from a place of tradition and religion, but we are operating from a place of authority, um, a place of certainty and confidence in and through him, not in ourselves, not even in what I am teaching, but what the word of God says for our lives. Just a quick reminder and um, maybe new information for some of you, if you are at all interested in listening to any of the playbacks, um, Gloria did a phenomenal job 
this past Saturday um, in, in her first share publicly on Declare Victory, definitely not her first share in ministry, but uh, she did a phenomenal job. I believe God is going to uh, begin to additionally uh, make me aware of, of, of who needs to be uh, uh, sharing. It's all, all, we in, we in hide no more space. <laughs> Amen. We are in a place where God is equipping you so that you can go back into the fields and the vineyards and teach. So you can download the app. Uh, you can also uh, morning by morning catch us on Freedom Radio um, and uh, you know share with some of your your friends and your family because at the end of the day, this is not about uh, how smart anyone is, especially not me. But it is really getting to a place where we live in the fullness uh, of the liberty wherewith we are saved. So we don't have to walk light, but we can actually walk heavy in the things of the kingdom so that other people will gain freedom and access to freedom through the truth of God's word. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to do a super quick recap of what we began on this past uh Friday, and then as we go a little bit further, we will continue uh, to add to the teachings of the trading floors. Made an amazing connection over the weekend. Um, uh, a lady by the name of Siobhan, who actually just released a new book um, called, uh, I think it's Accessing the Open Heavens, it's the title of what we're teaching. It's amazing how when God starts to um, illuminate your understanding, how he will start to connect you with people who he's given that revelation to, who he has made um, known the, the mysteries of Christ. And so I'm, I'm excited as he is starting to take me into new places that I can um, immediately share that with you so that you can introduce it to your friends and your loved ones. So, honey, we can all be free in this thing. That's that's all I care about. That That's it. Nobody needs specific credit, but it's always good to know um, what what the, the word of the Lord is saying in the kingdom, not just to an individual, uh, but it is, it's not a secret, right? So, uh, heaven's courts is not a secret. This is not some mysterious thing uh, that, that God only gave to me. This is a global awareness for those that are hungering and thirsting after righteousness. Um, the word says, if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, then we shall be filled. Now, talking about the, the trading floors in and of themselves, on Friday, we talked about um, Tyre, and that was Ezekiel 28, 16 through 18, and that was talking about merchandising and the trading anointing and um, the defilement of the sanctuary that was talking about how um, we have to be very, very careful of not having a povertyist mindset, right? We have to be very, very careful about how we are um, dealing with our tithes, our resources, our offerings, uh, how we have to be careful not to rob God of the opportunity to be the truth of his word, and that is a God of provision. Amen. 
um, not to be caught up in being materialistic or overly concerned about um, our external lives, but more concerned about our internal lives. So with regard to the Tyre anointing, we have to make sure that we are trading our agenda, our objective, our mindset for that of the kingdom understanding and mindset. Um, we also talked a little bit about um, Athelia, right? And, and so Athelia, that was the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel. And associated with that, I need you to make sure you mute your, your phone for me. Mute your phone for me. Amen. Thanks so much. Um, that was associated directly uh, with a quote unquote kingly seed, right? Um, it, it talked about uh, political systems and uprisings in authority. It talked about the worship of Baal and idolatry. Uh, it, it talked about uh, low self-esteem or uh, the inability to access the truth of God's word for yourself, right? Um, that, that thing that says, I'm not good enough, I'm not capable, uh, but we trade that for knowing that the word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can and will stand on the promises of God. I am the head only and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath, right? And so, so that was uh, connected to a lot of family or iniquity curses, right? So we talked a little bit about that. We also talked about uh, the Jezebelic trade. Uh, so we trade what... Uh, the spirit of manipulation for the spirit of humility. We trade uh, the spirit of uh, uh, religiosity for a kingdom mentality. Uh, we exchange our uh, uh, what we're subdued by or overcome by as it relates to control or the need to be uh, in authority for the direct exchange of God's hand, God's provision, uh, and God's desires being lived out here on earth through us. And so this morning, uh, we're going to talk about some more intense stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about the Cain exchange, uh, the Cain exchange. And we can refer to Genesis, the fourth chapter, Genesis, the fourth chapter. Uh, we can start there. And I'm, again, this is going to be one of those days where we do a bunch of scripture rattling. Um, and, and a lot of it, I'm, I'm kind of certain, I probably won't be able to post the entire handout until um, I finish the entire teaching. I don't want you to get ahead of yourself. I want to be able to make sure that I give you um, solid information and then you guys can follow along. Amen. Amen. And, and so uh, Genesis, the, the story in and of itself, the, the chapter is, is a little bit lengthy. So I'll, I'll give you some poignant places uh, where Adam and Eve came together and um, this is the, the conception of their son, right? Um, there is Cain and Abel, right? There's Cain and Abel. She gave birth to Cain, and she said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. And then later she gave birth to Abel. 
Uh, now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought, uh, brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. And the Lord looked with favor on Abel as his, uh, for his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do what is not right, which is sin, Sin is crouching at your door. I want you to remember that phrase. Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. I'm going to say that again. Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you, not him, you must have rule over it. Now, Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him, right? Uh, uh, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? We get that colloquialism uh, from this text. And the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven uh, and driven uh, from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield. It will not yield its crops for you. You will be restless and a wanderer of the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving from me the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out of the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erad, and to Erad the father of Mehezalel, and Mehezalel was the father of Methesulel, and Methesulel was, I need you to mute your phone was the father of Lamlech. Lamlech married two women and named Adat and and the other Zilhah. Adat, Adat gave birth to Jabal. He was the father, now I'm saying all of this for a reason. He was the father to those who lived in tents and raised livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. Uh, he was the father of all who played stringed instruments and pipes. Zillal, also the son of Tubal-Cain, who frogged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Um, Tubal-Cain's sister was Nema. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillal, listen to me, wives of Lamech, hear my words. I've killed a man for wounding me. 
a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, let Lamech, uh, then Lamech, 77 times. Um, Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son, and his name was Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son and named him Enosh. At the time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. Now, normally I don't read scripture in its full text, especially when it has bloodline or lineage um, things to it. I read all of those things to show you how um, some of the kingdom systems work so that we, number one, know how to pray as we are praying, knowing that bloodline and things attached to historical uh, incidences are attached as our uh, uh, children are born and our grandchildren are born and our great-grandchildren are born and every family or every bloodline has a story. Um, I, I believe that we would all agree. I'm, I'm from Richmond. And so this is no pun intended. I'm not poking fun. I'm not, not being funny. But we had the Featherstones and the Bernsteins. Uh, you know, those, those prominent names. I, I now reside in Vallejo. And so there's, there's a family called the Tillies. And when you say that name, everybody knows that the Tillies are a group of Samoans. And they were known for fighting, honey. They, they would fight anything, anywhere. And, and the Featherstones and the Bernsteins, uh, they, they were known, their, their bloodline is known in the city for um, being rambunctious, for being fighters, for uh, being a no-nonsense type of family. Uh, but, but some very talented people come from those bloodlines. I know because I've I seen it. Um, there is an exchange. So now with regard to Cain in and of himself, based on what the word of God says and based on that, that tra trading floor, uh, what the stigma attached to Cain's name was the spirit of murder. Uh, or, or he was called the serpent seed or the son of Satan, Abel, his half-brother, because of jealousy, get this, jealousy in his nature, he murdered his own brother. He, he murdered his brother because he gave a halfway something to God, and God let him know, listen, I see you giving me a portion of what I deserve, a portion. Uh, you, you gave me what was left over. You gave me uh, what you had left instead of giving me what was first. Now, Abel, on the other hand, gave God the very first of his everything, right? And so what you see attached to this spirit or this idea and, and how we get to a place of exchange and or trade, right, is when you hold on to anger and resentment, when you are dealing with bitterness in your heart, or we hear it said like this, the root of bitterness. Uh, when you use your words or your mouth to assassinate someone's character or to justify yourself in so doing, when you do things like um, suggest or make innuendos or insult someone's identity or idea of being, right? Whenever we make accusations motivated by jealousy, fear, intimidation, um, you know, technically when you're a hater, that's, that's what's ensued by this spirit that was derived here in Genesis, the fourth chapter. Uh, when we uh, don't confront people with love, 
right? When we don't follow protocol or we, we are dishonoring people, when we, we, we don't deal with conflicts biblically, when we're not addressing things, when you don't forgive and release somebody of an offense, even if the offense wasn't intentional, it wasn't subjected or interjected to pick with you. So that spirit of Cain is connected to that, right? <clears throat> Uh, when, when you listen, get this. Now, I didn't realize this and I did not associate it with it. But when you don't honor your husband by respecting him, when you don't love your wife by giving yourself up for her, when you don't act as your brother's keeper, when you are operating outside of those guys, whenever you take pleasure in someone else's sin or demise to feel better about yourself. Now, as I, I looked at this, this whole idea, and then I went um, and, and looked at the scriptures associated with it, um, or, or the word of the Lord associated with it, uh, it it's amazing how um, God makes very clear what the promises are, or what the blessings are, and what the curses are. But what I thought was even more powerful is what came from even a dishonorable um, servant. And, and when you know the, the history of the story of Enoch um, and, and the fact that Enoch never died, Enoch went to, to glory um, without having to experience death. He was translated. He was moved from uh, the, the earth realm into the heavenlies. And um that's that's a whole nother story, but I'd absolutely encourage you to read the story of Enoch because he honored God in such a way and and worshipped God in such a way that he he rested in the shadow. I heard something last night. My pastor said something about Have you ever tried to shadow box? Right. Doesn't matter how many times you swing at it, you will never ever hit it, but there's something in a shadow. Enoch was um, a reflection of God's heart according to the word of God. I also looked at um, at how that, as the, the word began to unfold, um, and, and God told Cain that your crops will no longer yield, that your, uh, there, there will never be uh, an end result that you desire, but Still, nobody can kill you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some room and some time to get it right. So, with regard to the trading floor, uh, some of us deal with um, the brother of the accuser and bringing up your old habits or some bitterness. Uh, anybody on the line this morning deal with anger in your heart or frustration or uh, do things to justify bad behavior, right? That's what Cain did. He, he attempted to justify bad behavior, uh, even though he knew he was dealing with some consistent jealousy and dealing with some poor nature, some poor character stuff, some integrity stuff, right? And, and isn't it ironic that God knew exactly what had happened to Abel, but he asked Cain, where is Abel? He interjected with his words. Now, uh, in other words, what did you do, right? And so uh, the Lord, in asking him, um, in verse 6, it says, then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, Will you not be accepted? 
But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. Uh, I I want to uh, submit to you this morning for a thought. We have constant choices. Now, the the thing I love about the trading floor, uh, even when it comes to natural trading or the exchange, right, nobody tells you you have to to bid or pay or buy this particular thing. Nobody tells you you have to subscribe to this. You may have someone advising you. Uh, For most people that do any type of stock trading or exchanging, they usually have a broker. I I want to ask you this morning, what's being brokered to you this morning? Knowing that, the consequence, but if you do not do what is right, Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. The trade this morning is the exchange of your anger, of your bitterness, of your frustration, of your sin life. Um, And the reality is even of the things that you bear that are iniquities or bloodline, historical sins, historical things, things that you will be held accountable based on some of the things that your father, your grandfather, uh, your great-great-grandfather or grandmother did. Now, I read down into the lineage because what it says here is um, in in 15, but the Lord said to me, uh, not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times 70. And then if you go down to verse 20, uh, was it 21, 22? Hold on one second. Uh, 25, it talks about um, Adam. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Hold on two seconds, y'all. I saw it. Okay. It, 24. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamlech 77 times, right? Uh, read the entire chapter again. All I'm saying is history has a tendency to repeat itself. So uh, uh, Lamlech did what his father did right? So he dealt with the same root, the same root of bitterness, the same root of anger, the same root of uh, of unforgiveness. Uh, A lot of times we are dealing with things that our forefathers dealt with in our bloodline with regard to how we feel about people. Uh, uh, Some of you um, or some of us, shall I say, deal with jealousy or uh, deal with malice in your heart or, or being contentious and holding things against people. The trade for that is God's will, and it also gives you direct prayer targets of what to pray. So if you know in your bloodline someone may be guilty of having murdered somebody, because it happens, um, it's, it's no different than alcoholism. It's no different than addiction. It's no different than um, uh, sexual sin. All of that stuff, now you know exactly how to pray on the trading floor. Um, now, we're, we're going to move forward into uh, Delilah. Delilah. Uh, you can follow that at Judges 16 and 12, 16 and 12. I hate that we only have a specific amount of time. You see wearing me out, y'all, because I I be wanting to give it all to you at one time. Hold on one second. Okay, so now we're looking at uh, Judges 16 and 12, Judges 16 and 12. 
Now, this is specific to dealing with sexual sin. Um, and and if we all be honest, um, everybody on the planet uh, is dealing with ancestral sexual sin. You know, if we just keep it 100, we're, we're dealing with seduction and pleasure and gratification that robs destiny, right? A seducer uh, uh, causes us to lust in our heart, offers a, a falsely met emotional need or gratification or self-gratification. This is where we start dealing with uh, masturbation and pornography, right? It deals with the things in the mind, living in fantasy world. You know, you got to think about specific stuff in order to accomplish the goal when you're dealing with masturbation. This is, um, it, I'm sorry if there are children um, anywhere, take me off speaker. I just just how we want to protect their little virgin ears, and I'm not going to go too far in depth, but I absolutely want to deal with this specifically. Um, this stuff, it, it deals with the mind and the heart. So we're dealing with patterns and belief systems, protocols uh, to gain acceptance or approval or affirmation. Um, the Lord began to talk to me about masturbation um, because a lot of people will ask the question, well, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm not hurting anyone. Why would that be a problem? Well, th there are a couple of things that you need to associate with that whole idea. Masturbation, in order for you to accomplish the goal, you have to live in fantasy. You have to live in a delusion. And unfortunately, what happens is you start to um, eroticize a, an imaginary thing, and then you create soul ties that connect you to whatever it is that you have to tie or associate to the act to perform that self-gratification. So it's self-worship, right? Um, the, the Lord also shared with me that the root of it is not only pride, um, but it is derived from rejection, right? And so in, in the deliverance language or the deliverance world, when you start dealing with rejection and abandonment, um, those are usually the hardest things to root out because they're so deep-seated. And usually most people don't really know what the actual origin is. And, and the majority of the time, um, anything as it relates to, liver, to deliverance when it comes to rejection or abandonment, which are, again, when you are a deliverance worker or a deliverance minister, those are the hardest things to address because they happen so early. Uh, for some of us, it happened in the womb. Right. For some of us, it happened uh, as a result of uh, one parent being absent or leaving early. Uh, you know, for some of us that were abandoned um, as as infants, or even if you had a relationship with with the the authoritative parent, and and this could be with mothers and fathers. But if you know that you're struggling uh, with self-gratification, I assure you that there is a root of abandonment and rejection connected directly to it, right? So what you are now trading or exchanging or praying specifically, and let's, let's just jump over here to Judges 
uh, 12. So Delilah took new ropes and tied him with them. Then with men hidden in the room, she called to him, Samson, and the Philistines are upon you. And he snapped the ropes off of his arms as if they were threads. Let me keep going. Now, we know the story of Samson and Delilah, right? Then Delilah said to them, all this time, you have been making a fool of me and lying to me. Tell me how you can be tied. And he replied, if you weave seven braids of my head into fabric on the loom and then tighten them with a pen, I'll become weak as any other man. So while he was sleeping, Delilah did everything that he said. Now, listen, surely you know that if she's asking him about his weakness and he offering her some type of information, clearly she had been put it on him. You understand? Clearly she had been wore him clean out so much so that he began to at least offer her something in exchange for her sexual favors. Now, even though um, we're not reading erotica as we read the Bible, the story of Samson and Delilah is absolutely attractive. It is, uh, it is something that if you like, what's the name of Zane? Honey, if you a Zane reader, I've never read one of those books, but I heard tell, and I would see sisters and brothers parked reading that what we call schmutt. Because <laughs> listen, anything to make my mind go, uh, I don't need to read that. Uh, no, thank you, please. I'm scared. Under whatever circumstances, Delilah spent enough time with him intimately that by the time it was all said and done, I don't know what Delilah did, but clearly she was a freak. She got it in to such a degree that he went on ahead and gave her his secrets. My strength is in my hair. Now, we, we see all these other things he had to, uh, she had to work her way up to. But that's directly associated with what we're looking at here. So just in Judges, the 16th chapter, if you go back and you read it. And so whenever we use sex without love to meet our own needs, she used sex to manipulate him, right? She used intimacy, something that is created to bring forth life and to reproduce. She used it to play games. Whenever we use porn pornographic images, um, fantasies for gratification without relationship or responsibility. Uh, every relationship should breed responsibility, right? It should bring commitment and loyalty, allegiance and monogamy. But that, that whole Delilah idea, that whole Delilah trading floor, now we get to a point where we are starting to deal with the root of the matter, which is abandonment and rejection. And so we exchange our idea of sonship for the identity that Christ has given us through kingdom living and kingdom understanding, right? So I don't know about any of you guys, but have you ever used sex in exchange for love, right, to meet your own need? Whenever you use sex because you need it um, or you're dealing with some nymphomaniac type stuff, right? So the root of it is this. Whenever we use um, or have sex without marriage, sex outside of marriage. So like this is dealing with the whole adultery thing, right? Dealing with the whole um, emotional relationship even outside of. Whenever you succumb to enticement of lust, right? 
in an effort to gratify yourself. I'm not saying that the, the thoughts or the images don't come, but when you adhere to them, you are dealing with the trading floor of the, the Delilah trading floor is what it's called. Um, Matthew 6 and 1, beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by men. Otherwise, you have no reward, which is your Father in heaven. So now when you start dealing with um, uh, having sex for approval, having sex to appease others, uh, uh, it becomes a trade. Right, so that's where we get the term or the terminology or the understanding, human trafficking, right? And so a lot of us, um, unbeknownst to us, are operating uh, on the floors or the trading floors of the cane trading floor, right? So we have to identify the differences so that we are now empowered to pray directly to that thing. And I gave you the example uh, in the first series of scriptures to let you know how bloodlines go on. It might skip a generation or two, but if you know, uh, that was with the cane trading floor. If you know that certain things exist in your bloodline, you have to know how to exchange that for the truth of who God has already written of you according to Psalms 139.16. Now, when you become abreast or aware that these things carry themselves through bloodlines, you can start to even ask questions. Like my mother and I now can have real conversations about some historical things. There are certain things that I know about who she was in her former life. There are certain things I know about my grandmother and who she was uh, in, in former lives. But now we get to the point where here we are, we are exchanging our uh, uh, natural proclivities our bloodline proclivities or our iniquitous uh, proclivities based on what our forefathers did. Now, remember, remember we talked about the crouching, right? The enemy is crouching, waiting for you to blow it. However, we have to gain control. We have to get a, a hold of ourselves. We have to, quote, unquote, come to ourselves and know exactly what we're dealing with. When we sit in church on Sunday mornings, uh, we, we hear uh, messages being preached and taught, but we don't necessarily get the tools to take ourselves from one extreme to the next. Right up and through here, we need to get the tools. If you know that some of these things that we dealt with, um, if you're dealing with jealousy and you're trying to figure out what the root of it is and where did it come from, could it be that you have some uh, some hater stuff uh, going on in your bloodline? Could it be that somebody in your bloodline was a whole murderer? Could it potentially be uh, that, that somebody in your, your family or your bloodline uh, uh, was, was dealing with some uh, resentment stuff, some anxiety stuff? You, you understand? So we don't know where certain things come from. I, I personally, I, I, don't, I don't have a hater bone in my body. Listen, I love to see us win. There's something about us winning. So I traded whatever it was in my bloodline historically uh, for the truth of God's word and began to 
speak to things specifically. I remember when I was struggling with the physicality of masturbation and even deliverance from pornography, get it, right? And I was like, what is this? Where did it come from, right? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. And, and the crazy part is I was a whole grown up, like as a young woman, I never thought about it, never tripped, never anything. And then uh, based on who you spend time with, see, sometimes people wake things up in your blood. It's very important who you surround yourself with. Right? It's dangerous uh, to be around people who live carnal lives and live outside of kingdom guys and kingdom understanding because they have the uh, It's very important that we guard our hearts with all of our diligence for out of it are the issues of life, right? So a lot of times we spend time in company uh, with people who don't know our blood history. They don't know our iniquitous behaviors. They don't know the things that were passed down from generation to generation. And so you'll be with people and they start to speak things and stuff you never thought about. Right, because we start to understand, right? Uh, 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 faith comes by hearing, ah, even if it's not in your favor, right? Considering he stands back crouching, he waiting. <laughs> he, the enemy is sitting there chilling, waiting for a word to launch an assault on your whole entire life, right? He's waiting. He's anticipating that something will happen and trigger the iniquity of your forefathers. So what, what we have to do is be responsible with our historical sin. We have to be responsible. We have to trade and exchange our historical sin for the responsibility that we have to own what was done historically, lest it repeat itself based on this word we just read. Right, based on the, the Genesis 4, and, and we looked at what, what like 6 and 24 where history repeated itself. But see, the, the beautiful thing is God loves us so much that he will give us a, a new vernacular. He will give us a different language and he will make us aware of what we're fighting so that we know exactly how to deal with it considering the enemy is crouching. You can crouch, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be in control of what's going on here based on the authority that I have in the kingdom. And so we exchange what the enemy attempted for the truth of God's word for our lives. Hallelujah. Um, I, I, I will get carried away. So I'm going to stop right there and pass the call and we'll pick back up on the other side. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. On us this morning, God, we praise your magnificent and wondrous name, Lord God. God, we just honor you this morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We honor you with the very breath that you gave us this morning, God. And we just want to say thank you. Glory be thy name. Hallelujah. How great thou art. Oh, God. Lord, there is so much for us to do, Lord God, 
so many revelations, so many things that have been illuminated to us in our walk with you, Lord God. So, God, I just pray, Lord, that this day, Lord God, that you will continue uh, to build us up, Lord God, as we seek you, Lord God, as we uh, tear down and uh, uh, denounce any generational curse, Lord God, as you open up our lives to us, Lord God, and our backstory and our ancestors of the things that came before us, Lord God. Oh, God, please reveal to us anything that is not like you, Lord God. Envy, strife, murderous uh, spirits, Lord God, uh, molestation. Some of us may have been molested. Some of us may have been the molester, Lord God. Oh, God, help us to reveal it and see ourselves for who we truly are. Because, God, we are grateful that you chose to die for us instead of uh, living uh, without us, Lord God. You could have chosen the the, um, latter, but, God, you chose to die for us. And, Lord, in that blood, Lord God, in your blood, Lord God, our bloodline has the ability to be refreshed and renewed and to be to remove anything, Lord God, that keeps us from knowing the fullness of who you are. So, God, we denounce any generational curses, Lord God. We don't boast about, about who we are, but we boast about you, Lord God, and who you are and the things that you have done for us in our lives. Oh, God. Oh, God, we come to you right now, Lord God, as we enter into your courts, we enter with praise and worship, Lord God. We fall down on our faces, Lord God, and we ask you, Jesus, please, Lord God, show us the things, Lord God, that that you... Uh, that do not know you, Lord God. Oh, God, remove the things from us, Lord God, that block us from the sun, from the sun of your spirit, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Let the devil wait, God, because we know, Lord God, that when he comes, you will uh, come like a flood, Lord God. You will lift a standard, Lord God. You will protect us, Lord God. Oh, God, please forgive us for our sins, Lord God. Any unbelief in our hearts, Heart, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, there is so much to do, Lord God. Your word is so full, Lord God. It has so many instructions and, and revelations and directives for our lives, God. Oh, God, sometimes it feels like it's just so much. I could never do it, but your word says, God, that I can do all things through Christ, Lord Jesus. Your word says that I am made righteous by my faith, God. So, God, anything that 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 is uh, keeping me from knowing your fullness, Lord God. Anything that's keeping me from knowing your glory, Lord God. Anything that's keeping me, Lord God, from spreading the word about how great you are, God. Oh God, I denounce it right now in the magnificent name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Let the devil wait, God. You are my king, God. Oh God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. The one who died for us, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Any addiction, Lord God. Any uh, sexual uh, proclivities, Lord God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Renew it. Oh, God. Restore me to where you would have me to be, Lord God. Help me to think of you first, Lord Jesus, not myself. Jesus. There is no, no name greater, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, 
there is so much to do. Oh, God, there is so much to do. Oh, God, there is so much to do. I bless, bless your name. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, please, Lord God, as you go about and uh, divvy gifts among us, Lord God, I pray that the Holy Spirit will just be with us right now, Lord God, and saturate us with your presence, Lord God. As you go about and give us our your your gifts, Lord God, give us the gifts that we need, Lord God, to fight this battle, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give us everything we need, Lord God, to stand strong. Lord God, because your word says, Lord God, that you will fight against those who fight against us, Lord God. You will strive with those who strive with us, Lord God. Your word says, Lord God, that you will take up your shield and buckler, arise and come to my to our aid, Lord God. Your word says, Lord God, you will say to my soul that I am your salvation, Lord God. I am the way and the light. Nothing can come to but through me, Lord God. So I I just want to stand on your word, God. Oh, God, I am but a vessel, Lord God. I am but a vapor, Lord God. I am but a fleeting moment on this side, God. Oh, God, I feel like there is so much to do, so much more to know about you, Lord, so much more to know about you, Jesus. So I just pray, Lord God, that we become willing totally willing, Lord God, to do the work, Lord God, to enter into heaven's open gates, Lord God. The bell has already been broken, God. So, God, show me what you would have us to do, Lord God. Show us, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory be thy name. Oh, hallelujah. 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 So now, God, God, as we take our phones off of mute, Lord God, to praise you uh, victoriously, God, to ask you, Lord God, on our bended knees, Lord God, that you will uh, remove things from us, Lord God, that you reveal to us our generational curses, Lord God, that you will take out of our spirit hatred, Lord God, and strike, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, I blessed be thy name, God. Blessed be thy name. Thank you, Lord God, for this day, Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, God, remove from me the desire for anything that is not of you, Lord God. Oh, God. Oh, God, you know my story, God. You know my story, Lord God. You wrote my story, Lord God. And I say let the devil wait, Lord God, because he will never overcome what you have built for me, Lord God. So let him wait, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh, God, we need you. We need you. We need you. We can't do this thing without you, God. Hallelujah. 
Thank, Thank you, you for yet another day, Lord. Thank you, God, for waking us up, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the activities of our mind and our body. Thank you, Lord God, for the declaration, Lord God. Thank you for the illumination and revelation that you will give to us as we move forward, Lord God, and um, uh, hide your word into our our spirit and our soul so that we may not forget your promises, Lord God. I just pray, Lord God, that you will bless each and every person on this call and may that blessing extend out to the family and the friends, Lord God, as we go about in the workplace. I bless your name this morning, and I thank you for who you are, and I thank you for whose we are. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we bless you, and we thank you. Um, and I pray this morning that you would not only open up the eyes of our understanding, God, but that you begin to move us into liberty, um, the liberty that you promised in salvation. And I thank you in advance that you are changing our minds about what we expect from our lives, um, that you are beginning to open up not just the eyes of our understanding, but God beginning to cut away at the fleshly things that we struggle with and we deal with, that you are uh, rearranging our thought process as it relates to who we are in and through you. And I thank you in advance, Lord God, that somebody this morning is going to be delivered from historical bloodline infraction um, and, and that you are revealing and opening up even the eyes of our understanding as it relates to rejection and abandonment so that we can live in freedom and total victory over the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and, and move us, Lord God, into a place where we are fully submitted to you. In the matchless name of Jesus, I declare it and I decree it. Amen. And God, I bless you. Hallelujah. And so um, this morning, right before we go into the love, life, and victory discussion, there may be someone who joined the call. You did not have an opportunity, hallelujah, to say good morning. I just want to give you that room right now. Is there one that joined that didn't say hey and you just want to say hey this morning? Hey. Good morning, it's Diane. Hey, Diane. Hey, Diane. Good morning, Juliet. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Good hey, morning, Sister Keisha. Sister, this morning. Hey, Keisha. Hey, Sister Catherine. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Pretty Patrice. Time. Hey, Pretty Patrice. And who else? Morning. Good time. morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Good hey. morning, it's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning, Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Good morning, it's Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia, good morning. Good morning, it's Priscilla. <laughs> hey, Miss Priscilla, good morning. Hey, good morning, Sister good morning. Caroline. Hey, Caroline. Hey, Denise, good morning. Good morning, it's Sister Linda from St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Sister Linda, welcome, welcome, welcome. Is this your first time calling in? Yes. Hey, man, we're so glad to have you. Welcome. Thank God for you this morning. Thank you. Amen. 
right? And so that means that we have to trade or exchange some of the things that we do, some of the people that we spend time with, some of the places that we go for time in his presence. There is no way to know what you're fighting without an active prayer life. And I'm not talking about the mamsy-pamsy, if it be your will prayers, right? Considering we know that the enemy is crouching. He's waiting for an opportunity. Um, and that, Now, mind you, in that Genesis 4 chapter, it said that Abel's blood cried. It spoke from the earth. I need you to know that there are things that have bled uh, uh, to give a, a sound to what hinders you a sound to what has has you bound. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, anybody? Go ahead. Good morning. Um, I, I thank God for you for um, your studying. This is Nikisha. Um, just getting to the root of some of the things, like, why am I doing this? Why am our children doing this? What is going on here? So I just really... Um, I keep waking up at certain times, and I was like, okay, I need to see why I'm waking up at this time, this time. So I did a little bit more inquiring on the the watch times, and I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm like, okay, you already know I don't sleep, God, right, right, right. So Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, um, I'm just really just um, looking forward to – the the blessings that are due my family and just the work that needs to be done because this uh, uh, what do you call it uh, a poor man's thought process is it's a timeout for that and just um, really just the kids are excited and even like my dad because I, I had mentioned that um, I just met him two years ago, and he's just really excited, even from what I tell him about what we discuss and the prayers and stuff like that. And he was just acknowledging, um, thank you for the prayers um, that we have put forth for him and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, you know, because he didn't really talk. He would say, you Christians or stuff like that. But he just, he's really acknowledging that God has him as well. So I'm just grateful and just still got to do that work. But all right, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You know, no judgment, no, you know, none of that. Because we all got stuff. And especially that that this, this is the place where God starts to deal with our secret stuff. You know what I'm saying? That stuff we love to try to put under the cover and act like it don't exist. Man, I want to be free from that too. I'm I'm cool. I don't mm. want it. I, whatever mm. whatever I need to deal with, whatever I need to look at, whatever needs to be brought to the surface. Because what I've realized in this time of training um, and teaching and him breaking stuff down in me is that if the enemy can keep you bound by secrets, right, there's always going to be an area of defeat. The more light hits a thing, the more light illuminates a thing, the freer you get. So when you start to realize that you have proclivities to do certain things or, um, you know, those, those moments of, 
resentment and stuff in your heart or those moments of gossip. I, I heard something at a, a training that gossip leads to premature death. <laughs> and then it was supported by scripture. We're going to talk about that another time. Because th- there are so many things that we are warring against in the spirit, and we just think we're just doing stuff. You know what I mean? We just think some, you know, I'm, I was just, I was just saying, no, no, no. It is, it is that moment of, of being, becoming aware of the enemy crouching and the blood crying out that's on your hands from the earth. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's important that we know what we're dealing with. Amen. Thank you, Keish, for sharing. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Hey, Dion. This is hey. for Caroline. In the past, known as Caroline. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> hey. Hey, so, wow, this is really heavy. Just, I joined in late, though, but I hear some of what's going on. I'm like, what? In terms of, if I don't even know what I'm fighting, <laughs> how far down in that bloodline it is, when I look at how sick people were based on how they ate and what lifestyle they lived. And I'm like, what? What am I really fighting? And why? How long I've been losing? Oh God, <laughs> I gotta. Uh-huh. This gotta be dealt with, not just hid, you know, and not dealing with it. I gotta be face to face with it, like that old song with uh, Kirk Franklin, him in the ring. <laughs> Who are you fighting, right? Fighting me. Oh my God! Thank you for that. Wow, oh, God bless you. I am listening. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. Okay. Hey. Hey, this Glow. So, hey, hey. Good morning, family. I am. I am blessed by um, just the whole total uh, how God is just pulling back the covers and and thinking about or or reflecting in my own life about. The um the other day when you were talking about your relationship with money and then today you're talking about Delilah and you know the sexual bondage and sin and it it it's I, I remember in dealing with those things before God delivered um, particularly like the the sexual sense that I I felt like a self hatred not no like a self hatred it was a self hatred even though I would allow myself to participate in whatever it was I was participating in afterwards that gratifying flesh but afterwards i was like really ticked and and pissed and angry mm-hmm. at myself mm-hmm. so the enemy you know not only does he not only do you you follow the lure into whatever it is but then that it compounds the the self-loathing and feeling like you're not worthy of what god has already said he's mm-hmm. given to you so so it is it's expedient that we identify and allow the Holy Spirit to really just work on and deal with and cleanse us from this mess that we exchange our mindset and what we've been doing and how we've been acting for what God has for us. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is doing and um I thank you for you being willing to allow God to just minister and to, to teach you and you're sharing what he's teaching you with us. So God bless you. God bless you, and y'all have a good day. Amen. Thank you for that, Glow. 
listen, I'm grateful to be learning it, right? Because there's nothing worse than having a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> um, and it's yours. But you don't have a cotton-picking account number. Your name on the account, you can't properly verify the account, so you can't get it. That's the example that the Lord just gave me. We, we got a vault full of money, and we were around here exchanging cans for a burrito. We were out, we were out here uh, with a shopping cart going from recycle bin to recycle bin, pulling out cans to make ends meet. Nope, not no more. I ain't doing it, right? Um, I really want to deal with the, the sexual sin thing. When you yeah. recognize, yes, yes. Before you get into that, can can I give just a little bit of background with Samson? Um, and, and and I think this will play right into what you're saying. Okay. Um, Samson was born specifically, first of all, thank you. I'm so grateful for the work that you put in, again, like Gloria said, to study, right? Um, and there's so much, um, I think that was Yolanda praying, there's so much to learn and there's so much background, even about what we have in the written text before us, and it all links together, right? And so this is the story with Samson. He was specifically born to deliver the children out of the hands of the Philistines, right? And because of his lust for foreign women, which was totally against God's command that they wouldn't marry outside, and his parents allowing him to go and marry, right? Um, a Philistine woman, and then she ended up going and marrying somebody else, um, and him being rejected through that, his heart was towards those foreign pagan Philistine women, but he was born to kill them. He was born to, to, to destroy them as they were coming against God's people. So it's amazing how God's plan will still work. Even in our mess, he'll still use it for glory because at the end, Samson did still end up killing all those mm-hmm. people in the cathedral after his mm-hmm. hair got cut off, right? But check this mm-hmm. out. If he would not have disobeyed first and his parents wouldn't have given in to what they had been commanded not to do by God, and then he was drawn away by his own lust, Right, because mm-hmm. now we got control because we're no longer slaves. But our own lust, our own proclivities, the own things and our own desires, that's when we give way to the sin that's already crouching and laying there. That's just like uh-huh. over in Ephesians being caught up and entangled by the world again. Right? So he was born to be a deliverer and to destroy the Philistines. And he's, God's plan still prevailed. But look how he had to go through, right, because of disobedience, because of his heart being turned away and being turned towards that pagan idol thing, then giving in to his lust with this woman, Delilah. Why would uh-huh. you lay there and tell somebody secrets and you know they're trying to kill you? That's uh-huh. nothing but a setup. <laughs> nothing but perfect. a setup. Consistently, she keeps telling Hello. you, I'm going to kill right. you. I'm going to kill you. Sense. Right. <laughs> Tell me how. Tell me how. But that. But that. Listen. The cold part is when it. we do the things that we do, the enemy yes. be telling us, and in the back of our mind, we hear them loud and clear. I'm gonna kill mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill but you. because of our own lust, our own desire, uh-huh. because we haven't submitted our will to God. That's the part, uh-huh. right? Because uh-huh. He is able to deliver us if we want to be right. 
if we want to be. And we know now strategically how to fight. So I'm I'm just loving this. I thank God for 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 such a time as this and now. Um, and I love you. I bet I I bet I love you more. Um, I, I, I really. Hey, good morning. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was saying good morning to everybody else. <laughs> oh, okay. Anybody else before I switch gears? Good morning, Dion. I just want hey, to say thank you as well. Um, a lot of good stuff, good information. Um, the covers have been pulled back, baby. Listen. That's it. That's all we need. Yes. This is Diane. I just want to say, you know, I am enjoying this teaching because every day you teach, there's something new that God brings to me that's inside of me that, you know, I never thought of. And when we're confessing our sins and not knowing what's deep down in the inside of us that that has been suppressed and you don't even know it's been suppressed that it is even there and as you're speaking i'm searching myself and god is bringing these things to mind and Uh it all makes sense now but sometimes i can't hear god and don't know why because i don't know what's really deep down and on the inside of me so God is just bringing revelation to me, things to get rid of so that I can hear him better, so that I can walk better, that I can live better, treat people better. It's just to change me so that I can do the things of God without hindrance. So I just want to say thank you for this message. It's not like I haven't heard it before, but because of the way God has given it to you, and you've given it to us that I can receive it and know what you're talking about to apply it to my life. So I just praise God for your teaching, for the way he's given it to you and the way that I'm receiving it. It's just a blessing. Like I said last week, it's like a treasure that has been opened to me to give me freedom. And so I just praise God for you, young lady. I love you so much. I love you so love much, you and that God continue to to fill you, refill you for all that you poured out, that he replenished you many times over. I love you. Man, I love you too, sis. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Hey, good morning. Hey, sis, good morning. Look, listen. Great teacher this morning. It was beautiful. I mean, God is, is good. Um, what, what stood out uh, to when you said something about the history has a tendency of repeating itself, uh, it clicked in my head when I had discussed with um, um, my sister Mona when um, we got off the, um, out of our archer circle one day. Um, the clarity I had asked God for, and um, I had noticed something in me and my daughter's relationship. And uh, I said, my daughter loved me, but she don't like 
so like me, you know. And I thought about me with my mom. I said, I love my mom, but I don't like her way. And then I went on and I thought about um, my mom my and my grandmother relationship. My mom loved her mom, took care of her and everything, but she did not like her mama way. And um, my grandmother loved her mother, but she did not like her way. I can even remember back to my great-grandmother loving her mother, but always saying, oh, she means she's too strict, you know, just, and I, I'm just trying to uh, figure out stuff. what is that? I mean, I know that it's a generational uh, thing that I see. It's, it's clear to me that, but why is that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. that's that's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm stuck at because I know that, I, I mean, I know what it, I, I see what it is, but the, the thing I thought of, and, and, and when I prayed to God, I, I came up with, change your approach. Change your approach of how you communicate with your, your 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 child, you know, and my daughter and her her son love her, but he can't stand his mama ways, you know. And I'm like, wow, uh-huh. that's deep. So when you uh-huh. said something about you know um, the 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 history uh, has a tendency of repeating itself, that came back to my mind. So uh-huh. I thank you for um, your teaching this morning, since you always give me something every time we get off this line. You know, things start, start meditating, things start coming to me, you know, so you might mm-hmm. be receiving calls from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, you know, you know how we do it. Yes. It's all, it's all good. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yes. But those are the specific things that God, that's, that's why I said it's impossible to get completely loose without having a prayer life, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you can speculate. You can guess. Um, I knew for a fact that my grandmother didn't particularly care for my mom, right? Um, And my mother took great care of her um, when she got up in age and, you know, couldn't take care of herself. Um, But but it would always, even from observation, um, it would always seem like nothing she did was good enough. Like she could never get it quite right for my grandmother. And I know it wasn't personal. It was bloodline stuff. My grandmother um, was one of five children herself, and my Aunt Mary had um, the, or my great Aunt Mary had the same father. Um, so to, so it was said. Um, but they were the closest. There was my Aunt Cindy. Now my Aunt Cindy was super duper uber dark. But my grandmother looked like a, a Caucasian woman at a glance. If you didn't know she was African-American, you wouldn't know. Um, my grandmother, uh, I was just having this conversation. My mother and I were actually just having this conversation um, where in prayer, the Lord revealed to me that racism was in my bloodline. My grandmother had a problem with very dark, complexed people. Um, I would bring somebody home that was, you know, chocolate. And she'd be like, now, where you get that black so-and-so from? Really? Ma'am, what kind of, what kind of flim-flam? Right? 
So like I said, even when I read the bloodline stuff this morning, I read it very deliberately because some of them were uh, were land workers and some of them were skilled at iron and bronze. And then you'll see an interruption or an interjection where one of them, uh, uh, I, I, I think it was Jehiel, uh, killed somebody and he said he had confessed and said I've been killed a man his blood is crying up from the earth right so it skipped several things well I'm the one that it got to uh where I was like oh yeah yeah yeah. no 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 I'm not doing none of that right so I've been a foster parent every nationality of child from East Indian to Laotian African-American Caucasian Latina I have cared for those children like they came from my womb and so I uh you have to own where you it's kind of like the Jabez idea or the Jabez concept in spite of my name in spite of what they call me in spite of what I come from Lord bless me indeed and enlarge my territory there there has to be an interruption and when you start to read in the Levitical order of how that the um, the bloodlines there were some that followed after their forefathers you'll see that uh, I never understood that until I started listening to daily audio Bible and and again because the word says faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God the more I listen the more when I heard the word the Lord would interrupt the word of God to tell me the word of God he would explain to me now see now this comes from that and that comes from this so you have to understand where it falls in the order of your own personal bloodline because you are created to interrupt and I am uh, uh, led to believe or feeling compelled to understand that those of us that get up in the morning uh, and dedicate uh, some time and a few hours to a watch are specific to being the interruption in your bloodline. I woke up this morning thinking about honor. Catherine, I'm talking about your honor. I'm listening, I'm listening. I, I, I woke up this morning and, and thinking about him, um, I, I saw his picture. And so when I woke up, I could see his face and how that he's going to change history uh, in your bloodline in its totality and how it aligns perfectly with Psalms 139.16, where it says written of us. Right. So God already wrote honor into the script of your bloodline. Right there, there are things, even when I think about Josiah, uh, uh, and Josiah being the youngest, right? Josiah was an interruption. Right? He's an interruption in his generation, even though he doesn't understand it yet. He have an idea, though. Look, he ain't retarded. But when we think about all of that, um, and we think about how every single thing is written, like nothing is a secret to God. We have a responsibility, though, to know our duties. We got a responsibility to know where we fall in the lineage. And so, like, when you think about the fact that we have a responsibility to be holy, what is the greatest uh, interruption or what is the greatest corner we have to turn to get to a place where we are living holy? Sexual sin. Keeping in mind this, your appetite, the stomach and the heart are connected to the same major bloodline. The stomach and the heart 
are connected to the same major bloodline, the aorta, right? So, uh, and the only reason I even know this is because when Josiah was sick and the Lord started having me pray for um, our our physical body system. So I'm praying for hematological system, the endocrine system, the neurological system. Like, And I was like, why do I have to learn all of this, Lord? What kind of foolishness? He was like, yeah, I need you to know how this thing lines up, right? So anytime you're dealing with a physical uh, injurious situation, your diabetes, heart failure, high blood pressure, diverticulosis, uh, all of these different things, um, um, low blood, all of the stuff that we are dealing with, something in this bloodline stuff, something in the iniquities, the historical sins of our forefathers is resting in your body. And wherever the dis-ease is, it teaches us how to pray. That's all. And if we stop looking at the symptoms and start responding to the sources, we can start to dispel. The word says, miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them that believe. That's Mark 16, right? So when we start to um, deal with stuff, so the holiness, right? So the purity of our bloodline, we were created to eradicate what has historically interrupted us from prosperity. Beloved above all, I would that you would prosper and be in good health. Those two go simultaneously. Prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers, right? So our soul, the things, the, the sins against our soul, as Pastor Van Hook would put it, the things that are infractions against our soul are the things that we need to deal with, the things that we need to confront, the things that we need to address and overcome. But we do that uh, knowing that the enemy is crouching, but he said we have to be we have to be in control of that, right? So knowing that our heart and our mind um, thinks as one unit when it's operating effectively, right, when it's not influenced by culture, when, when you are in proper company, ask the Lord to give you a heart check or who you're around. How do you get to holiness? You eradicate what keeps you from living holy. How do you, how do you get rid of an enemy? You kill it. Right. Remember in, in, in the word and, and the more you read, what you'll notice is when he tell when he say kill them, he say kill them all. <laughs> Don't kill a few of them. Kill everything that look like that bloodline right there. Kill it. Wow. Yeah. Right? So so he didn't that say kill cool. part of the city. Right. He didn't say kill some of them. Kill all them jokers. I almost cussed right there. <laughs> Right? We got to get to a point where we really are willing to kill it. And I start asking the Lord, even about that whole masturbation thing. And he's, well, the root of masturbation is rejection. If they won't approve of you, you just go on and approve of yourself. The devil is a lie. I am already approved of and affirmed in the beloved. I'll have nothing to prove to myself. I know what I'm saying. Amen. Anybody else? If you, if you don't kill it all, they're going to come back eventually. Listen, it's coming you. back. But, but you can't kill it if you can't find them. That's you can't find line. it, you Listen. can't kill it. You got to know the yeah. things, yes, yes. Yeah, right? that, that's Bible, y'all. Check out Saul and the Listen. Amalekites. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's good. All right. You can't. So that's why I said, hey, go ahead, go ahead. So I was about to say, for me, Dion, I was just thinking when you were saying about the, the sexual 
thing being also the main thing for me. And I'm just so um just so thankful that God has been sustaining me and been teaching me. But um I, I have to do know what Gloria was saying. But she was talking, that's exactly how I was feeling, Gloria. The disappointment and the um the reasons of doing it. You know, I was pu- pushing myself to um to perform an act even when I didn't want to. I mean, everything you were saying about that, even beyond, I mean, I'm just so grateful on today to deliver us from that. But I see how the enemy, when I see him sitting down when you sit in the corner, the lust, because I try to bring that up uh, within me, like to um, just out of nowhere. So, you know what? I'm on it sometimes it's not out of nowhere because it be certain music or whatever that might be on. And then I'll be like, oh, God, yes. And then it'll start from there. You know what I mean? And then I have uh-huh. to rebuke it, like, stop it, stop it, you know? But that, that lust and um, it's been trying to attack me lately. So I'm dead. The thing show about the rebuking even more. But you guys, that the, the the sexual sin, I'm just so happy to be released from that, that I'm not participating anymore and I'm not um, submit myself to um, demean myself, devalue myself and all that anymore. I'm just so grateful for that right now and how God is sustaining me with the peace of mind with it. You know, I'm just so thankful for that. But I'm still, I know he's still working on me. Now that I, he was thinking, of, okay, you in the corner, I got you. And now I see you in the corner now. I'm going to start picturing the man, like picturing it, literally, in the corner. Every Okay, I see you. All right, let's deal with uh-huh. you right now. Uh-huh. Let's deal with you right now. Because that's literal. That's literal. That, but and, and it's not just with regard to sex. Right. Every single I know. thing I that we yeah. battle. Right. right. He always looking for an entrance, and again, you got to remember, we are dealing with laws, principles, and precepts, period. The whole world system is based on laws, principles, precepts, I missed one, and protocols, right? And so when you consider that every single thing, uh, for every cause, there's an action or a reaction. For every situation, there's a solution. So that's where we get the whole idea of the trading floor. There is always an exchange. We cannot do anything without exchanging, period. If somebody, I I had a a, a peculiar exchange this morning, Um, what what it does for me, number one, it gives me how to pray. Right, um, and then and, and it was so out of the blue, it it threw me off. But I'm I'm really glad that it happened. Um, and even who it happened with, the enemy is outside accusing you of stuff. Right, um, he is even speaking to other people in an effort to create dissension. Folks that you may not even know are thinking about you, that you may not even know that you're on their minds, but he does it to create a distraction and dissension amongst the brethren. Sometimes the enemy will tell you something somebody said or somebody did, and you be in an argument with somebody and you don't even know they're thinking about you. <sighs> or you, you, don't even, you don't even really know what the source of it is. I had a whole exchange this morning and I was like, okay, Lord, what, what was that about? What was the ultimate goal? And he said, it's just the accuser of the brethren attempting to create something for nothing, because that's what he does, right? And so whether or not you know it, people be watching you. People, people are watching you 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week. And if I was not in the place of maturity that I'm in, it could have it turned a whole different way. But I thank God that what it did was it made me want to pray for the person because I was like, devil, you a lie. You're not going to create no junk and mess, <laughs> right? Like unnecessary, like ridiculous stuff. Like it didn't even make no sense, right? And I was like, now, what, what is the attempt here? What, what are you really trying to do? But what right. it did was it let me know that we are in battles. We deal with wars. There are trades going on behind the scenes to attempt to throw us off our game. And right. listen, if you ain't careful, the spirit of witchcraft is set in and people will be praying against you and they don't even know why. But that's why we have a prayer life, an active one, where we can go to the Father and say, reveal the play. That's why you got to be careful about missing your watch. If you know God keep waking you up at 12 and you roll over or you start Facebooking, and some, somebody's life is dependent on you and your obedience as it relates to what your watch is. That's so what I thank God. Because I've been woken up beyond, like, literally, guys, like, every hour. I would out give up. Well, until, listen, yeah, but he will refine the time if you obey him the first time. Because you only waking up every hour because you ain't doing what he's telling you to do. Hey, oh, my God. The first time he tell you, if if you, you after a while you'll get set in your watch time and he'll wake you up. Pretty much my, my time every single day is four thirty seven. Wow. Four thirty seven every day. I look at the clock. I'll be like, God dog, it, it's four thirty seven already. I already got to get up, Jesus. I don't care if I go to bed at twelve one. It don't matter. Four thirty seven. Bing. Lights on. So anyway, anybody else, any questions, any comments, any concerns? Yes, Dion, this is Carla. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, when I think about, like, how God, I always say this, um, and anybody that knows me know this, and that is God is strategic, right? So everything that he does and everything that he does, but he always puts you on watch. And there's, like, specific times he'll wake you. There's, you know, like, you know, when he'll give you something, he'll show you something, and then when he shows it to you, then he'll tell you how to combat that thing, right? Yep. Whether it be, you know, someone attacking you or whatever, right? He just automatically, he, if we are obedient and we listen, because sometimes we're so busy with trying to combat the thing that it is, right, that we can't hear God giving us instruction um, right. about how to how to um, to um, uh, uh, get rid of whatever that thing is, whether it be sexual sins, whether it be someone attacking you, whatever it is, because that is your assignment. I believe that what God was showing me is that when people attack you, that's your assignment. He tells you, he'll, say, he'll show you a spirit, right? Because we're all spiritual first, right? And so he'll show you, and then he'll tell you what to do. And so to, it's always so important to really be, um, like you said, at watch, right? Because uh-huh. we are in spiritual warfare. And so your warfare a lot of times is, you know, just taking the time to, like, pay attention. Like, I, and the more and more that you pay attention, the more he'll show you. 
And then the sooner uh-huh. that you're obedient, the more you overcome. And so, uh-huh. and you overcome it because you, he, he why? I'm, I'm so excited. I'm just so excited about God's goodness, his grace, <laughs> his mercy, how powerful he is when we are really just really paying attention because he wants us all to be overcome, overcomers, right? Always, always watching, but he tells us to watch and pray, right? So uh-huh. we're watching and praying, and as we're watching and praying, you guys, I just know I am just so excited. I'm I'm going to get off the air because I know I keep going, but I just I just <laughs> want everybody to know we are in the right place at the right time, getting ready for all that God has for us. Our foot are being open. Everybody can see what it is uh-huh. that you need to do. You can be strategic. Amen. You can place that thing. You can begin to call that thing out. Right. You can begin to just walk in the anointing that God has given us. I am just Amen. so thank you, Lord. <laughs> That's all I can say is thank you. And I want all you guys to know that you are overcomers and that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are Hallelujah. able to do it all. And we all got those Hallelujah. books. So let's continue to open up them books. And, and come against all those generational curses. They yes, are lies that the enemy, those are lies that the enemy has put there. He has told yeah. us lies. And guess what? We now know we got work to do, y'all. All right. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Thank you for that. And it's, it's the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me, Jesus. And it's, it's that time, honey. It is it is time to get freed and loose from all of them, as my as my uh, niece used to say, honey, all them shricks. He be trying to shrick us, y'all. Nope, not today, sir. I ain't buying it. Amen. Anybody else have anything before we get ready to wrap it up? I do, I do, I do. <laughs> One thing. I do, I, I do, I do. <laughs> I, I, um, you can tell ain't nobody in my office with me, right? Because I just got some right. liberties this here morning. You ain't in the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You ain't in the bathroom today. Telling <laughs> all strange. Hey, for those of you that have a heavenly language, right, and he does wake us up, sometimes it ain't about us and nobody we connected to, and that's the time to use your heavenly language. I don't even have to understand why. I just need to intercede. So for those, I know sometimes he will wake me up and I go right in the tongues. I don't even have time to think about it. I just go right in the tongues. But I have no idea what it's about. And it's okay. I don't have to. And if I asked him, I suppose he would let me know if I needed to know. But that's another option that, I mean, another way that he, he moves with us in those night watches, right? Um, and I would say this, as we're approaching Halloween and we know... Um, one more thing, we have we have bought into the fact and we agree and believe that there are soul ties sexually. So why don't we believe in curses? Just think about that. That's just a thought. I want to throw that out there. But as we are approaching Halloween, right, and we are approaching a time where um, we know all over the world those that worship Satan and you know demonic stuff and satanic things. This is a time for them where they are um, intentional and strategic about their prayers. Um, you can look up that stuff. So that will be really a time. If you have not been awakened or woke up in the middle of the night, um, then let's be intentional about interceding then, right? And and, and extend, extending beyond our family, praying for all the saints um, that are all over the world that are on this battlefield that are um, giving their lives 
for this thing we call the gospel and for Christ. And so I would just, um, you know, extend that as an opportunity. I think um, this weekend, um, Minister Field did theirs, right? So I, I know as God is teaching us all this stuff, it's for a reason, right? It's not just for nothing. It's not just to get the information and get puffed up the knowledge, but it really is so that we can be um, in position when that stuff hits us. And truth be told, it's been hitting us. And some of that stuff, you know, that's in our bloodline, they ain't all lies. Some of that stuff is the truth. Um, so um, just know how to deal with that. Just wanted to share that. Thank you, Lisa. Good stuff, Lisa. Truth. Hey, Ma. <laughs> I like you more. I love you more. How about that? I know you got to go to work, child. Have a wonderful day. We love you. (laughs) Bye, babe. Okay. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. This Gloria again. So I was just I, I wanted I wanted um to ask everybody I know know some of you have been praying because Saturday after the call I end up getting rear-ended but it was it was an assignment and so the family's name is Gutierrez yeah, Damon so mm-hmm. yeah to pray for Damon and for the Gutierrez family so I I just bless God that every opportunity God it, it it's used to the glory of God so we want to pray for Damon Damon is two months old. And his daddy ran into the back of me Saturday trying to get to the hospital to see about Damon. But praise be to God, the assignment, the, the agenda that the enemy had, God uses it and will glorify himself in the midst. And Damon is healed, and the purpose God made him for, we believe God. And I'm asking you all to pray with and for, with me for them um, and, and God getting the glory out of their lives. Wow. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Any questions? Um, any clarity? Anything that I can assist with before we get ready to release the call? This is Krishanda. Good morning. This one is saying. So, so good. So much meat. Can't wait to replay. And so thankful to God that we are being liberated. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for liberty this morning. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dan. Good morning. uh, Switch gears, and then we went somewhere else. I was ready for you to switch the gears. Oh, well, I I stopped it because I looked at the time. I got to go to Josiah School this morning. But but we got two more days. Listen, and, okay. and the turn up is real. <laughs> you Thank hear you. me? The yes, the ma'am. turn up is real, and I'm off today, so I get to study me some more. Listen, the turn up is real. So so I, this I is got Veronica. I have a question. Sure, sure, sure. I, I kind of faded back in when the person was talking about all the stuff that they had to study and look up and figure out why they had to do it. Now, I have multiple sclerosis. Now, what did they have to look up and study and all that? Because that sounded good. Oh, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. 
So let me let me tell you two things. The first thing you have to do is change your language. You have been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. That's well, the first thing you have, have to that's do. That's the language I usually use. I was just excited. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, well, listen, I, Sister Veronica, don't you be so excited that you forget who you are. You make sure you always say it is a diagnosis, not your diagnosis. Well, so yeah, the first thing I, I had to do. It. No, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. We, we just always do that. We always use the moments because somebody else may be diagnosed with something and they call it theirs. So we yeah. always reiterate that just to encourage um, and to promote making sure uh, that we are mindful of our kingdom language. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I mean, we we human. That's all. We we are human beings. So with that said, um, I I began to study, and I don't know if we are connected on Facebook. I began to study um, the human uh, chronological order of the, the, the human system, right? And so as I began to study the systems, um, the Lord would have me pr uh, pray specifically for uh, certain systems at certain times. He, he created a strategy surrounding it so that it was done not only in confidence, but competence so that when we pray, we pray specifically about what we're dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the core or the source of MS, um, because it deals with your nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. It begins to break your nervous system down. You need to study the nervous system. Oh, okay. That's why I just didn't know what to look up. I'm like, Ooh, yes. what am I supposed to look up? Like, you study the nervous system and you study the, heme uh, the hematology system, right? And so in, in your prayer time, this is what I would do. Right, because there's a stripe for everything that we deal with in our body that does not align with the truth of God's word. The word of God says, by his stripes, we're healed. And so his stripes have the have the, the power and the ability to heal our nervous system. And so what you then need to find out is what is attached to the nervous system in your bloodline that has to do with what's causing your illness. Okay, right? Uh, can you spell the hemoglobin, hemoglobin? Hema, hemato hematology, and it might be the hemoglobin, hem hemoglobin system too, right? Hematology, Lisa? No, um, not hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is red okay. blood cell, so it's hematology. Okay, right. all right, mm -hmm. it's hematology, okay. okay. H-E-M. E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Bless <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One more time. Bless Jesus. Jesus. One more Spell time. Spell it again, Lisa. Please. Oh, hematology. Lisa? Oh, is it H-E-M-A. Um, hematology. Oh, it's H-E-M-A. Hematology. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah for um, and and, and right. what Deanna is talking about is absolutely on point, the anatomy and physiology. If you want to Google it, uh, yes. Google the anatomy physiology. and physiology. That's, mm -hmm. that's what that's I had about to do. Matter of fact, I got a book called Anatomy, um, wait, let me, let me, uh, Anatomy and, wait, let me tell you exactly what it is because it helps a whole bunch. Um, it's called 
for dummies. The, the black and white, black and yellow one. Biology oh, yes. is for dummies. Mm-hmm. Biology oh, yeah, for good. dummies. That broke it down for me like a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. You can get oh, it used right. on Amazon. Right? And so when people call me and tell me about sickness or illness, um, number one, the first thing I do is not pray in English. So just to mm. confirm what Lisa just said, right? Sometimes, especially when you've not been exposed to heavenly language, people are afraid of it because they don't understand. Our responsibility is to pray the mind of Christ, not our feelings or our visual um, understanding or intellect. When you begin to pray the mind of Christ, you start to see the manifestation of his will taking place. So we just have to be real careful. Even when you pray, um, do you have a language? Yes. You have a prayer language? Yes. Okay. Do you practice it often? No. Okay. I need you. I need you to begin to practice it often. Let me tell you something else to do. Um, go to uh, a local Christian bookstore. And get you some communion cups. This is going to sound off, but but listen, listen. I, I ain't slow. I didn't just think of that on my own. I ain't that smart. Go get you the individual communion cups and take it every single day. Every single day. Just do it. Remember, amando o sondia namaka do coramansie. Ah, glory. Do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just take it every day. Amen. Just take it every day and believe God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's it. That's good. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to go? <gasps> mm. I just want to say to you, this is Priscilla. This is excellent. Hey. I'm just Hi, I'm just quiet because I'm taking in so much and studying so much. But most importantly, I know I'm going to be delivered, and I know ah, I'm going glory. to be. Ah, You're already delivered. You're just walking in. So you just you just went in. That's what we call it. And as they went, you just went in. That's all. I'm went in. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I've already been delivered. And mm-hmm. uh, and everything you say just said to the young lady. Um, I don't know who it was that when you asked her if she have a prayer language, and she said yes. And then you said, do you use it often? She said, no, that's me. And you said, I need you to start doing that. And I understand why you told her to go and and and, and take that uh, every day. To, and I'm going to do the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're teaching. Everyone's, everyone's learning from each other. It's such, um, it's wonderful. It's just wonderful yeah. for, for, the, for the church environment that I'm, that I'm in. And I know this is where God placed me because I wasn't raised in the church. I wasn't a girl. I was a San Francisco girl that was hippie lifestyle out on the streets. I had a guru when I met Bishop Green. And I was in the mm-hmm. ashram every day um, meditating mm-hmm. and praying to God mm-hmm. in the ashram, not knowing. But I always mm-hmm. ask, why am I here? What am I here for? Mm-hmm. What is this all about? You know, I always had those kind of questions, always seeking study Buddhism, study yoga, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so God sent a man of God my way. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to Christian Center. But the practice mm-hmm. of this 
has I've always been one questioning and asking and questioning and asking. But I'm just grateful. I'm just very grateful. I know I'm in the right place, and that's awesome to know that you're in the right place because of what you're teaching and what you're teaching on. Mm-hmm. I've even asked I've even asked God recently this past month about masturbation. You know, I've mm-hmm. asked him these kind of questions in my own time. Why does that grieve the Holy Spirit? It's such a natural mm-hmm. thing, Lord Jesus. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. just like you said, you're not offending anybody. You're not, you're not having sex with anybody. Like you said mm-hmm. that, you know, you took that from me. I thank you for that. You know, so, um, but my point I'm making is that I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. I'm just sitting here like by the campfire, just listening and soaking it all in and taking it all in. And thankful for you and all the women uh, and, and men on this call that are just, um, hunger and thirst and are learning and doing God's will and I'm just appreciative. Thank you. Praise thank Lord. you for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Praise. Yes, sir. Yes. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, I know we are at the top of the hour, but um, something just dropped uh, in my spirit. Um, I'm walking out of the gym so I can share this with you. So for the people that might be on the line who are having a challenge with practicing your gift, practicing um, your heavenly language, practicing speaking in tongues, let me, let me give you this analogy really quickly. So I'm at the gym, and I want to tone um, certain parts of my body. Um, in order for me to do so, I have to exercise on a consistent basis. It, it may not be every day. Uh, it might be every other day with weights and um, the, the days in between, it is uh, lower body, right? Okay, but it's something that is happening consistently for me because I have a desired goal. Now, if I've made a decision to only exercise once every year, I'm not, I'm not going to get any results. I'm, I might be sore. I, I'll take that back. I might be sore. Somebody needs to mute your line, please. You're shuffling papers or pots or something in the background. Um, so I, the results that I will probably get will be that I will be sore maybe for a couple of days, but I'm absolutely not going to get toned. I'm not going to become proficient in what I'm doing. And at some point, once my body is used to the amount of weights that I'm using, for me, I need to increase the resistance. So I need to increase the amount of weights that I start to use. What does that have to do with practicing in uh, speaking in tongues? Um, for the people that are having a problem with that word, let's look at it as exercising, right? Because if I, as a child, if I, um, if I began to speak, I spoke one time when I was two, and I don't speak again for another, I don't say anything out loud for another year, that's going to be a problem developmentally. My vocal cords are not going to be, um, they're not going to get as developed. The sounds and the shapes of the words are always going to sound odd or weird to me. And it may put me in a place where I'd rather not because it makes me so uncomfortable. So the reason that you hear it, you don't hear it really at church because, you know, as as a whole, I don't know why. I can't, I'm not even going to pretend that I know. Um, but I know I got liberated in 2000, I think it was 2017, Dion, we went to see Garner, 2017 or 2018. I got liberated from the, the, the word or the phrase, exercise your gifts or use your spiritual language. I got liberated from that when I fully understood the impact and the purpose for doing so. We are encouraging you to speak in tongues often 
because um, it's not you doing it. You're just allowing the Holy Spirit to do it, if you really understand the purpose. I can't just speak. Now, the resi- the Holy Spirit resides in me. I-, I could literally begin to speak in tongues right now because it's resident for me. It's not something that I'm looking to get. It's a, it's a gift that I, that, that I have, right? It's a gift that we have. So, But I've become proficient in the way that I speak and speaking in multiple different languages um, because I allow the Holy Spirit free reign, right, and I exercise speaking in tongues on a regular basis. I'm not out of control. Uh, I'm not an all out in the public, you know, acting a complete fool, right, because um, the Spirit of God, is, he, he operates in decency and in order. I hope this makes sense, and I hope this helps somebody. So when you hear the term practice your language or exercise your language, all we're trying to get you to do is to get comfortable in the sound that you hear and get comfortable, Get um, use your weapon, your language as part of the intercessory prayer that's necessary because, guys, there are times when we literally don't know what to say. But when we use our heavenly language, we are able to communicate with God, and the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. The last thing I'll say is, Lisa, I absolutely agree with you. When I am awoken, awaken, however you say it, in the middle of the night, I really don't think a lot about it. I just begin to speak it because I don't know. He doesn't. Sometimes he reveals for me to pray for specific people, um, but you know, just so that I don't miss it or whatever, because I'm half sleep anyway. I'm just obedient. And there are times when he will, I have to get up physically. I, usually I will lay in my bed. It doesn't require we're on our knees or we're standing up unless the Holy Spirit moves you to get up and have a certain posture. I hope that helps somebody. Thanks, Steve. Amen. The honest Krishanda again, really uh-huh. simply, um, for this, um, the book that you were recommending, because I'm on Amazon, is it the, you, you mentioned um, physiology and you also mentioned biology. Um, which which one? For dummies? I have, uh, I have uh, biology for dummies. Okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps. And then there are, um, as a matter of fact, I will post in the room um, some of the prayer teachings or the healing prayer teachings. There's a physical doctor um, in Palo Alto who, um, and ironically, she is really peculiar little lady, um, but she a whole doctor. Dr. Susan Richards, I know who you're talking about. That's her name, Josiah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's... uh, She's amazing. Yep. Um, and and listen, she talked just like this. And so so and so and so and so and so and so and so just as sweet and nice and kind I mean, just as gently um declares the word of the Lord and people leave their heels. Right? And so I just I want you to encourage you to know that his desire is for all of us to be healed. But you got to have the courage. The key is believing. If you really want to know, because if you believe, he'll show you what all you need to do, what all you need to pray, why you praying it, um, who the root of it is. He'll show you all of that. That's what he did at my mm-hmm. house. You know, when I and even even now, as I'm waiting for him to heal 
Demaria are waiting for the manifestation of the result of the healing. Because I know it's coming because of the evidence that he gave me when he was born. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so much more to what we think we see than what we see. Mm -hmm. The key is not getting so consumed with what you see that you don't believe what he said. And it stops you from obeying. (laughs) Precisely. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, so it is 8.06, guys. We are well into the hour. Hopefully um, something that was said was helpful. Um, and we'll begin to walk you into places of deliverance. Um, that, to be real honest, you hadn't even tripped off of. Right? <laughs> and take you beyond the borders and, and the things of distraction that are holding you hostage to your history and your bloodline history. So I'm believing God is doing doing that for us. Um, and I am expecting to see some results and even hear some testimonies about how that God uh, has healed and delivered us. Amen. 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 I have one quick question. It's just the Caroline again. You were saying about communion cups, what to do every day for communion cups? I'm you said about communion cups. You were giving some instructions. So the, the communion cups, kind of time. I mean, anybody can do it, but um, yeah. especially yeah. for those that need healing, right? Yeah. Because he said by his stripes we're healed. His body was yeah. broken for us, right? Yeah. And so if his body was broken for us, his body was broken to heal us. And so yeah. you, you just do it as an, an act of obedience and acceptance of his deliverance. That's that's what my Amen. suggestion was. Amen. Okay. Put anything in the communion cups or nothing? No, 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 no. You go get the pre-made. No, you just go get the pre-made communion cups from like a Christian bookstore or order yes. on Amazon. Yes, I know what you're talking about exactly, but just have the cups and mm-hmm. just put anything in the cups or no? No, no, no. They're pre-made. They have juice and crackers already. All you do is take oh, one wow. every day. Okay, They're pre-filled. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So get it already pre-filled. Okay. Wow. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pop. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Okay. Hmm. That was just all so good, you guys. I just have to try and write back in real quick on the part of the tongues why when you get woken up in the middle of the night. I'm I'm definitely going to do that. And and. and Definitely let you guys know later on what, what, what results that may be for for me because I, I'm like always got woken up and then I know y'all have mm-hmm. said that before oh, yeah you know but now I'm like okay and that's a good time to use my language I don't really don't be knowing why like what's going on so you know the spirit can reveal and it's just so beautiful but um, thank that's you for it. even it's saying that most yeah stuff ain't none of our business anyway right if we just keep it 100 it's what you pray. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. that's all. Love you, guys. Yeah, I've been, I've been wake, woke up wow. recently at a certain time, and I heard it was, I learned that it was some gunfire by our church, and then I was woke up at that time. I should have been praying at that time. Mm. But And so, wow. listen, so I, I'm mm-hmm. a, for those of us that are still on the line, I'm going to give you some homework. What I want you to okay. do is I want you to look up uh, the eight prayer watches and know what each hour means. So much so that you can, and it refers to scripture. Now, I have all of that stuff, hard copy, 
But if you start to know what the hour that you're awakened in means, right? So there are certain hours where the enemy gives his imps or the demons instructions on what to do. Then there are additional hours where we have the power to counter the attack of the enemy. Then there are other hours where you are strengthened to pray specifically for your children and your husband and things of that nature. So you knowing what your watch is, once you identify what the hour of your watch is, it gives you, especially when you are um, an intercessor, because our responsibility Mm. is to be the voice between, it's just like Jesus mediates for us. We are the voice of, quote, unquote, the sons of a stranger. You can look that up on Google, Google the sons of a stranger. You just got to know what you're dealing with. If you don't know what you're dealing with, but that, again, the Word of God says, they who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Not those who periodically practice righteousness or hunger or thirst. Those who hunger and thirst. When you're hungry and you're thirsty, nothing will satisfy you. But a drink, right? If you if you parch, you could drink some Pepsi if you want to, right? He said, but drink from the well. Drink from the well that never runs dry, the well of living water, right? And so when we start to get into a place where we're seeking out that living water, it changes everything. It changes our expectations. That's That's all. Thank you. The eight. Hours of prayer watches. The eight prayer watches. Eight prayer watches. And the, you say the sons of a stranger? The, son, the son sons, S O N S, of a stranger. So the, that's, okay. well, Thank I you. mean, that's that's specific to if that's your assignment. Because every, everybody don't have the same assignment, right? Yes, but at yes. the end of the day, our, our responsibility is to pray for the sons of a stranger. Those are the people who are far away from God who don't mm, have anybody mm. interceding for them, who don't have nobody oh, standing Jesus. in the gap. Them the people that's dying, right? Mm. He said, I would, that none would perish. But who pray for those mm. who ain't being prayed for, who come from atheist families? Who pray for them? Wow. This is wow. so good. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. We do, we do, we do. We so do. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, where do you find mm. the eight prayer watches? Where is that you in the Bible? You can Google it, Priscilla. It, well, it's, it's, okay. you'll see it. If you Google what I just said, there's a whole a whole study on it. Um, there are several, actually. And they will take oh. you directly to, well, you could think about the watch when, if you pay attention to the pattern of Jesus. There yeah. were specific times mm-hmm. he prayed, right? Or even if you think about Daniel, <laughs> right? When they told him, honey, you're going you to bow down to worship you a lot. I'm going to pray at the same time I've been praying. Because that's what I do. And I'm going to pray with my window open wide so y'all can hear. I ain't going to sneak or nothing. Right? So mm-hmm. so that particular mm-hmm. study will show you each scripture with each watch hour. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I always tell you, don't believe me. Mm-hmm. Know it. Study to show Second Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved. The workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is not my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to y'all about stuff I think. Or I'm guessing. If I ain't read it, it ain't real. Wow. Period. If you can't find it written in the Word, it ain't real, even as it applies to your life. If you can't find it in the Word, it ain't real. That's a trick. I don't care Do what have... it is. Yes. What's the doctor's name in Palo Alto? Uh, Dr. Susan Tim. 
Yeah, her name is Dr. Susan uh, Richards. Let me make sure because I, ha- yes. I just happen to have That's her right. information on my desk. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Right. Susan Richards. She's in uh, she's at Stanford. Yes, she is. Yeah, she's at Stanford University, and she actually has that. I was actually going to study under her. She actually has a practice. She has a whole class. Yep, a whole class and everything on yeah, she praying does. specifically for healing. And she has yep. seen so much. Uh, how And she says God is the only one who can make someone whole and completely heal them. And she's seen it in the hospital. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's God, though. It's just it's God. It's who we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I am healed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And anybody on the line that is dealing with sickness in your body, um, I, I would I would just encourage you to begin to declare that I am healed because his stripes said it. Right? The problem is we are so familiar with our diagnosis that we start to live as if our diagnosis is the truth when in reality it's not the truth. Mm. Not based on this word we say we believe. It's not the truth. It is an interjection from the enemy to throw you off, right, to get you caught up under the curses and the spells of culture, right, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. One of the one of the biggest impacts of the trading floor is really understanding and respecting that we trade, am I going to the right, that we trade um, the lies that we believe culturally for the truth of God's word. That's the difference. Uh, between operating in kingdom understanding and kingdom vernacular, right? That's that's the language of the court. That's the king's language. We have been speaking the language of the field, not even the language of the gates. We've been speaking the language of those that are inflicted and impacted with poverty because that's what we've been looking at, people that suffer. Um, you know, that's that thing where we talk about having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. When you sit in places that lack power, that lack hunger, and that lack a true and natural desire for the things of the kingdom, you start to migrate toward that, right? We are a reflection of what we spend the most time with. If you go to a church where you never, ever see miracle signs and wonders, and that's not even the language of the leadership, you are going to die. You're going to die right there. Right? Because that's if that's all they're teaching is nothing, like we're going to just come to church every Sunday and the same people that get delivered every Sunday going to get delivered again. Nope. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with it. And I don't mean no harm, nothing against preachers and pastors um, who don't believe the word of God. I don't want to study under you, though. I don't want to kick it, period. I don't want to hang out with you because I don't want that to get on me. I don't want Mm. that lack of belief, that lack of faith, that lack of expectation, because that's what we deal with consistently. We are sitting in a day where everything um, that the word of God says is being completely nullified by behaviors that are non-responsive to the truth of the word of God. Mm. I ain't living like that. We're watching yeah. people die. We're watching people lose their children. We're watching mental illness and sickness and everything else run rush Nope. Okay. 
right? And we, we only do it because it, it because it's it's become it's like being desensitized to violence. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. right. So so now when somebody gets murdered or gunned down in the streets, we'd be like, oh, that's too bad. Mm. <laughs> right. Instead of becoming absolutely angered, right? The the word of God says this, that the righteous suffer violence, but the violent take it by force. Listen, the devil ain't killing my kids. I I I'm, it's not happening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right? Yeah. Right, you gotta the the, the devil ain't gonna destroy my marriage. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I, I don't have one yet, but I'm speaking right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a victim to sick. I don't have that kind of time. It's too many people that are dying. And if they don't believe in miracle signs and wonders from us first, why would they believe us? That's why they laugh at us. They ain't laughing at me. Because when my daughter was 
in her senior year of high school. I was like, Miss Stanfield, I'm like, um, you don't even know why I'm here. I'm just bringing her her lunch, okay? Because I was not going to let them just do her any old kind of way because she got hurt and they was bothering her and I had to go through this whole thing and they were mad because she was only going to school three days a week, but she still graduated in the top of her class and people that was going to yeah. school every day was failing, but I was not going to give up on my child because she tried to end her life twice and I said, the devil is a liar. No, I don't think so. And now she's about to graduate from college. So I thank God. I thank God. Yeah. I thank God. Victory, I thank God. Amen. And I thank Amen. everyone that uh, prayed for Amen. my son that was stabbed because he is doing better. And just I thank you guys. I thank you guys. Hallelujah, Hallelujah Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. That's Hallelujah. what I'm talking about, honey. Yeah, this freedom that we're going to be, they're going to be like, now, how, now what happened? I just want to know how you get out. That's how free I need us to be. And yeah, they start asking, yeah. now, what do you, now, how you do this? Yeah. How you get out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want out. Yeah. Period. I yeah. want out. Glory. Today, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Set us free. Yeah. Yes. This mm-hmm. thing we walk in the liberty, where with mm-hmm. we are saved. That's the part. I'm, man, I just want to walk in this freedom. You promised me, Jesus. That's it. I don't want a lot. Just freedom. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Amen. That's Lord. it. Just freedom. That's, That's all. I, 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 I don't need nothing magic. I, listen, mm. but I, I, I refuse to serve an all-powerful God and live a powerless life. The devil is a oh, liar. Either. Come on. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to make us make that. God out of a liar, and that ain't the truth. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Not on my watch. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> you got the wrong, wrong day. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. Anybody Amen. else? I just was thinking, and I've been laughing because I'm, this is Carla. I just was thinking <laughs> on how each and every one of us, like, we've we been through hell and like different things in our lives, right? And thank God bring you together, right? And that's why the enemy fights you. And we have to keep remembering that, you know, we win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We win. And, so, and so when we come together, you know, where two or three is gathered in my name, he said he's in the midst. Let's think yeah. about all that has flowed through this call of this morning. I can't do yeah. nothing but laugh because God is just so amazing. <laughs> he's so faithful. He just he brought each and every person to be on this line with something. Everybody, no matter what we said or did not say, and he did and we all contributed. It's like, come on now, he can hear mm-hmm. all of us at the same time. He look, oh. I'm just laughing because I'm like, Lord, you just so amazing. Just, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be quiet again, because because God is the greatest power. Listen, we shall yes. never be defeated. Hallelujah, yes. God is the greatest power. We shall never, not every now, we shall never be defeated. Not because we're so smart. Not because we did everything right. Not because we got this thing figured out. But because God is the greatest power. Hallelujah. We shall never be defeated. Not every blue moon. Not every other time. But because God is the greatest power. 
precious high name. We shall never. You hear me? And if you start telling your kids that is true, never. You can't whoop me. This is not what you want. This is not what you want, devil. You might want to have a seat. Give me ten of them, because I'm crazy enough to believe that I'm an undefeated champion. I'm feeling Muhammad Ali. Listen, float like a butterfly, child. Sting like a bee. You can't walk me. I'm What? You ain't ready? This is not what you want. That part. Amen. He arms us, he gives us everything that we need. Like, I mean, just like he just he's arming us, he's giving us everything. I mean, when he said in the book, everything is there, everything is in us, everything is there, and it's in us. We are just ooh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, hey, Tanya, Hiya. do you? Did, did you say what you were going to say already? Did we miss that? Or did you did you say it? I'm sorry. Yes, no, I said, said it. You know you oh, remember okay. when you can't get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> when you, mm-hmm. when you say that up. And you, and, it mm-hmm. and you got big. you don't miss nothing. <laughs> she used the analogy of exercise, Dion. Oh, okay. I, well, see, you know, she be getting, she be getting a whole bunch of words, so I don't be knowing. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, y'all, hang up so I can go in this school and I can go get in front of my computer. I mean, I got business this morning. I, I got kicked out the victory hey, room. Hello. Somebody put me back in the victory room. Oh, I how got you get kicked out? Veronica? Veronica, yeah. Susie Young. Oh, I got you, sis. Oh, Thank thank you, Veronica. It's Lisa. Thank Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. I love you guys. Bye, you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Pray for me, Dion. God bless you all. Got it. All right. Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Have a great day, everyone.